hello, hello, and welcome to Five Star Potential, a weekly football manager podcast brought to you by WeStream FM. Now, as per usual, I'm not on my own. I'm joined by the now smoke-free Teach. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm feeling much better this week. Thank you very much, Matt. Like a, a week smoke-free. That's good. Solid effort. So you know, winning, winning. As long as it's not women, I suppose it's better. Mm. <laughs> Kurt Dog, how are you, sir? I'm very well, Matthew. I'm very well, thank you. Excellent. This is all very weird because I mean, we're now recording so we can see each other's faces for the I first know. time ever. It's very scary. I think everyone's a bit daunted by it. Uh, but none other than uh, Viking Dan, guest of the week. Hello, sir. Hello. How's it going? Uh, rather good, actually, thank you. By the slightly crumbling voice, but I can cope with that. And uh, a final participant, once again, Dave Azapardi. Hello, sir. Saving the best all last three weeks running. So, uh, yeah. It's going to be a running joke now. That's what it is. But less about you, Dave, and uh, more <laughs> on to sort of more pressing matters about Football Manager. So, how has uh, everyone's weeks been Twitch-wise? Tobes, do you want to get us started? Yeah, well, I can start by saying, really, it's been quite quiet. I mean, we're now at... You know, we're at the death of the game. Not the death, it makes it sound more dramatic than it is. But of course, we are, you know, segueing into FM18 now. And with with the save with Dupe, of course, coming to an end. And, you know, a couple of a couple of loose ends to tighten up. But I'm now more, I'm prepping. I've spent more time preparing for 18 from a from a save standpoint and getting my, my narrative right and everything else rather than actually be streaming. I've, I've streamed a couple of times. I've got a couple of... Little things just to finish off, but other than that, I'll be honest. My, all my football manager efforts are actually about football manager, just not on football manager at the moment. Boo! I, say the crowd. I, Boo. I know, I know. I've actually I've missed playing, and I've I've thought about maybe maybe throwing a save on, but I just know at the speed I play and sort of how how long it often takes me to get through a season. I don't even think I'd get a season done before. Before the game, and that's forgetting about streaming. I'm talking about if I wanted to just play a save on my own, I'm not sure I'd get a season done in a couple of weeks. So, for me at the moment, I'm, I'm mega excited for 18, and that, that's why I'm putting all the prep work I am into into the saves that I've got coming. But uh, as for game time and stream time at the moment, it's been a little lacklustre. Sorry. I am looking forward to your little narrative, though. I'm very much looking forward to seeing what culminates from that. Mr. Dan, how's your week on Twitch been? Um, it's been good. I've been kind of dividing time with uh, FM. Obviously, like like uh, which has just been said, it's been winding up a little bit. It's we're all in our last saves, if not penultimate saves. I'm at a point in the the journeyman career that I've been doing the Viking Voyage that I think we're at the final club we're going to be at unless we get offered a massive job. Uh, still at Villarreal, challenging at the top of the uh, of La Liga, trying to get take the title off Barcelona or Real. And trying to get as far as we can in the Champions League, um, and it's kind of divvying time up between that, and I've been playing some other indie games and stuff on the stream as well. I've been streaming a lot, but just not always entirely Football Manager. But yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to stretch it out a little bit. I'm trying to. I think there's going to be may- one more season, maybe. Um, so I'm trying to kind of elongate the time that I can spend on this save because I don't want to start another one now. No, I think everyone's probably reached the same conclusion that. This is whatever you, whatever you're doing now is going to be the last one. 
Um, so it's, yeah, definitely. It's, and I appreciate what teacher said. It's difficult sort of starting another one because what do you want to do? Like, you can, if you're even going to reach the end of a season, there's almost no point in continuing. David, have you been doing anything on the, the Twitch? No, I haven't, I haven't done anything on Twitch. It sort of got to a point, like obviously, as Toby said, that um, it's quite hard to sort of get into a save now if you haven't already. I think at some point I'll finish off my PSG save, but there's also an unfinished YouTube save, which I actually want to try and stream on YouTube. So I think I'm going to try and do that this week anyway. So by finish the PSG save... <laughs> there was literally mean? probably about three <laughs> matches left and I could have finalised the league and won the, the cup, the French cup as well. So there's no chance of you getting sacked or anything then? Probably not, no. <coughs> Just about okay. there. Yeah. Okay. Just thought I'd check that. <laughs> uh, Christoph, anything yeah, I'm, from you? I'm much the same really. I, it's kind of the case where I'm just looking forward to FM18. I, I finished my Chelsea save possibly slightly prematurely in terms of time, not in terms of actually where I got to in the save. And I haven't felt kind of the, the, the desire to start anything new. Um, I kind of... I, I appreciate this downtime between the two games um, where, as Toby's doing, he's kind of prepping for FM18 and the kind of content that I'm going to be putting out for 18. So my week on Twitch has been basically non-existent, unfortunately. We stream FM, but um, at the moment we are not it's streaming not at all. FM. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, I though, because the- I'm, I'm keeping my end of the bargain I've uh, streamed FM and I've also streamed Championship Manager 0102 thanks, oh, to, yeah. thanks to you. That's all your fault. <laughs> how did that go? How did that how did you get that very was, far into the season? Oh, an amazing or were you just nostalgia trip. An amazing nostalgia trip. Uh, basically, yeah, for the first hour and a half of a two and a half hour stream, we just spent uh, just looking at all of the old players, looking at all of their attributes and just having a big old love in to be honest and it was it the chat was just massively loving it and just typing spamming it with all of all and sundry of names from yesteryear and i was loving it that's like my era of era of football that i have a really good knowledge of partially down to, sort of to championship manager but also down to the fact that i had time to be interested in football properly at that 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 point so yeah that was that was lovely and started with russian and diamonds um and now defunct club, which is the nearest club to me that sort of for now defunct on the game anyway. It's all, all interesting. I don't think we've won a game yet. I kind of forgotten about the whole uh, with the ball, without the ball nonsense and stuff. Did you, um, did you, uh, did you regret starting with Rushton at any point or was that just kind of by the by? Um, was it kind of irrelevant that you started with Rushton, or did you did you kind of miss out on the fact that you know you could be signing all these kind of these former Championship manager wonder kids um, that all these people were were, were were egging you on to look up? I was in part of that stream, um, and I just wondered if 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 being Rushton, obviously you were slightly held back in terms of signing any of these players. I think part of the joy is looking at them and then realizing I can't sign them and. I've had a previous experience. There's one particular Swedish. He's not a wonder kid as such, but he's renowned to to not cost a lot of money, and that's Stefan Selikovic. And I couldn't get him to come to Russian, even though I know I have done in the past on that very game. But I, I don't. I, I was all for the nostalgia living, and also because Russian have 
uh, a lot of money, it was going to be fairly interesting. I have to say, when you say all this with the ball, without the ball, nonsense. I'm not sure I agree with that. I love that with championship manager. And I feel it's missed. I'm not going to get into depth. I'm just saying, you know, just wanted to get me, me penitent there. You you know my, I, I use nonsense for good things and bad things. So it it doesn't, I feel it's it's a rather ambiguous word, but I agree. I think uh, without getting too into it, maybe it's a discussion for the team discussion, the team meeting uh, at a later date once FM18 has dropped. I think that that might be quite interesting. In fact, maybe that's something to pencil in once we get a bit more knowledge on the FM18 tactic options and changes that they're potentially putting in. I think that would be quite quite nice to see where we were and there where we are now. Anyway, that's enough about me rambling about uh, my, my twitchness. Uh, we've got some rather important football manager news. Now, we're going to start off with the thing that is uh, is not what you're expecting. There's been a couple of little things that uh, Football Manager and Miles have both dropped this week. And on, on day of recording, because he couldn't have done it at any other time, <laughs> he's he's released a, a lovely little 15 second or so uh, shot of or video of the 3D match engine, but more importantly of a, a rather nice sort of analyst camera angle, which we can all zoom in and zoom out of, which I think's rather quite special uh, and it's I think I liked the analyst or the I think it was a data analyst camera angle before yeah, data analyst. and it's 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 just a nice uh, improvement I suppose on, on what we had before uh, I think Miles had been quoted as saying he would quite happily or I don't think would be I think in fact you even mentioned it in one of the other discussions I think Tobes saying that he was going to you know, no one will be playing 2D anymore after after FM18. Yeah, and 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 as a diehard 2D fan, I've I've tried data analysts on 17. You know, you get sort of like half the pitch, maybe a third of the pitch that you can see. After that tweet today, I'm not going to say I'm totally turned around, but that camera view to me looks like it can be completely usable. I'm not sure to replace 2D. Um, but you, you can tactically, looking at it, you can tactically see what's going on on the pitch. So I can see myself using it, certainly at first, to see what it's like. Will it replace 2D? Uh, time will tell, but at least the options are there. Yeah. Chris, do you have anything to say on the uh, the check? Because I know you've sort of, you've flicked in and out of, of using the 2D and 3D this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm... If I play the game off camera, off YouTube, off Twitch, um, I generally play it in 2D. Um, so I'm similar to Toby. I think it'll be something that I'll test, um, that I'll try out. And if it sort of works to my eye, then it could be something going forward. I don't know how well it will, how well it will be seen on, on sort of Twitch or anything like that. Um, I'm not really sure. Uh, but it, it's certainly something that I'll be looking to use initially. Whether I stick with it, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent yet. Sure. I mean, my personal concern is that I'll be falling in love with it, and then going to have issues with bitrate and streaming it over Twitch and it looking half decent. So, Dan, what are your thoughts? I mean, you've you've got the most epic stream setup out of all of us. So, <laughs> so is that a similar concern that you have? 
Uh, well, no, I've, I've streamed the Data Analyst 3D all this year, pretty much. Um, Data Analyst 3D is what I use now. The, the 2D is great because it kind of lets you have a, a really in-depth view of, well, overhead tactical view of both teams. And whilst it's a really good, a nice way to look at the, the game, I think it looks better in 3D. And it's also, if you're going to be super critical, it's, that's, you know, no manager can see the team like that. Um, but I think it's a nice it's a nice mixture of the two because you still see where all your players are. You still get a really nice representation of, um, well, where the players are in, in relation to each other, plus movement from attack to defense. And you see it all as well as 2D, but you get the nice visual fluff of of a 3D match engine and a 3D graphic. So. Yeah, I, like I say, I've used it all year um, and I plan on carrying on with, with it next year. I don't think I'll be using any other 3D view. Excellent. That's nice to see. I think I might might be able to have my arm twisted. Dave, you're the graphics expert. What do you think? Oh, well, I won't go that far, but yeah. Um, <laughs> there was Now, a lot of people use 2D because they think, well, they say, oh, I like 3D, but I use 2D because I can obviously see the whole pitch and so on. And I think that's not really an excuse now. I think it's a really good feature that FM have added. And it's this kind of feature that all of us in the back of our head were probably thinking that it was a good idea, but no one actually said it. Like, if anyone ever talks about features, you never think, oh, I want a 3D version of sort of like the 2D layout. Um, and no one's ever, I've never, to be honest, I've never heard anyone ask for that sort of thing, but I still think it's a pretty clever idea for people that like the sort of 2D layout, but now obviously in a 3D version. I saw, um, I saw Miles has kind of shut down a couple of people um, on Twitter who, because um, I think Miles is obviously very much uh, in the 3D camp this year, especially with the improvements they've made, all the additions they've made. And he shot he shot a few people down saying that, you know, they could, they can still play the game in 2D with their dial-up internet and stuff like that, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> which I think is a bit weird. It's a bit weird for him to be <laughs> sort of beefing against people who still want to use 2D. I mean, I think fair play, though, because as, you know, as a, as a game developer or the role that he has uh, SI overseeing it, you know, he's going to have, of course, full belief. And I think, uh, very much like Dan was saying a moment ago, I mean, for the for the Teach versus WeStream FM save with Real Madrid Barca, I used the data analyst all the way through and I enjoyed using it. But one criticism I had over it is I couldn't see the whole pitch. And I think that's changed. As I say, I, I, I do think it's a very good move regardless. Um, and I think... All those people that are diehard 2D, and I'm one of them, may very well be swayed. I really do. I think it's, well, obviously, only from a very brief clip uh, that we've seen on, on Twitter today. It does seem very similar to the data analyst that was on last year, and it's just strange that they seem to be making such a song and dance about it this year. It's almost like, uh, extra feature. I think it's more the fact that it's zoomable. And that you can, because mm. I, I can't remember. I You can zoom on yeah, the on, on this year. It may be that there's more options then of like how far you can zoom in or how far you can yeah, zoom possibly, out. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I, I yeah, I've I like the, the idea of it, but if it's just basically a repackaging of a feature that we had last year, it's a bit of a cop out. But uh, I think this little gen, the general news section is is it's time for it to an end because <clears throat> we've got a bit of a a lovely, juicy team meeting. Now, this is the bit that perhaps could have gone into the other bit of news, but we had a a big video drop about the Dynamics feature that uh, SI are quite proud of, seemingly. 
and we sort of featured it sort of in, I suppose, as a, a wider covering uh, rather obtusely last week. And now we've had this uh, sort of a better explanation of the feature itself. I think it's time that we actually got down to it. Now, I know that there's one of us who is really, really looking forward to it. So I think we should start off on the positive foot and uh, teach. Take it away, sir. Well, I, I do want to preface this with the fact that I actually have a belief that the dynamic system, maybe not in its entirety, but the system has always been in place in the game. I do feel this new feature is is more a depiction of what is already there. However, I seen it get I seen it get an element of stick on social media, this dynamic system, and oh well this has been added, but you know, is it really a feature? But for me, we are playing a management game and it is another of another facet of the game which you can now manage effectively due to due to what SI have added. And anyone who, I mean, you guys know and anyone who's watched any of my streams know the way I play the game and I base my management very much built around managing the players and keeping up morale and keeping the squad happy. I've always had a belief that you can have a, a poor squad with great morale will always be a great squad with poor morale. Um, so now that we have these these all these extra contextual menus that are that are giving us more information on where the happiness is coming from, what the social groups are, what players have got better links, it's going to give us better idea on players to sign. I mean, for me personally, in the way the game plays, I think, is it a great addition? Yeah, but to be honest, I think it is. I think I think some people have been a little too critical over over the addition of it to the game. I, as I say, I do believe it's always been there. Categorically, it's always been there, but... The way that it's now broke down and the way that it's been made available to everybody is a huge, huge plus. Sure. I mean, you've, you've sort of touched on it a little bit there um, about sort of having the, the sort of the better, better rep, uh, visual representation and that that can only be a good thing. Uh, my concern will be that although it shows you a good overview of morale and gives you suggestions of how to control it, what I would be concerned about, particularly for beginners, is are the tools to control that morale going to be in line with this? I'm not saying like proper hand-holding, but more are they going to be signposted better? Because at the moment, other than, you know, it, for example, you've got press conferences and, and particularly when they're asking questions about a particular player, they can heavily impact how that player feels towards you personally, if you've basically outed them in a press conference, as you would expect to happen in real life. But is that does that need to be better signposted, do you think? Probably not, because I think more often than not, it's common sense. You know, it's common sense as to whether it's a, a big game player. At this point, you're trying to have, have already judged one's character and... You know the, the the first interaction you'd have with say that, let's say it's the big name player of the team that because I think that's where everybody would be worried that they uh, they antagonise that player and he then sends it through the squad and they all turn against you. But you know you're not going to go out in your first press conference at a club and give him a bashing and and have the squad turn against you. But you know at this point you try to have already won the players over via player interactions via praising the player and and at times criticising the player. So. Does it need to be more better signposted? I'm not sure it does. I think, I think the morale. I mean, that being said, you know, it's easy for me to say I've played the morale game for for a long time, and 
you know, dare I say, even press conference questions over the years have, have vaguely changed, but they've all been very similar. So for someone who's been doing it a long time, it's it's hard for me to look at this with with a new player's eye because to me it does all come, vast majority of it comes second nature. Um, but I'm, I think if it was too hand-holdy, then you'd have to question whether the dynamics would need to be there. You know, it's a learning process. Part of the management game has got to be over time to maybe to maybe annoy some players and, and get on better with others, and it's a learning process to turn that around. I, I feel with the, the, the dynamics thing in general, it is just a better way of visually representing uh, visually representing the uh, the morale in the squad and, and better ways of managing it. So I think in terms of the hand-holding and, and signposting how to deal with it and, and how to, to help it, that's what that's there for, rather than saying the dynamics is a new thing you need to look after. It seems like it's like the morale, like it's, it gets jokes about it. it's called morale manager. Like it's, it's a morale management game because you're good morale, then you're probably going to win more games. And it's always been tough to figure out exactly how to fix the morale because the feedback that you get from the game is so wishy-washy and you don't get a whole load of information. With the, with the new dynamics thing, yeah, you're going to have your your leaders and your important players and things like that. But some of the breakdown on the on the, the sub-screens just seems like they're not happy with training, they're not happy with the amount of game time. And it just seems like it's going to give you the the fully painted picture of how to make people happier in the team. And if if you know if, if it helps me keep morale high, then then I'm up for it because I'm sick of losing two games and having a lot of down orange arrows. <laughs> Do we do we think it's a better way of doing it, or do we think it's an easier way of doing mm. it? Because my concern is the mechanics already already is quite clearly been in the game for some time, and <clears throat> there's probably an element of skill in getting to the the bottom of a, why a, a player is has got low morale or he's not particularly happy, um, or the game just tells you anyway. <laughs> my concern is they've just They've they've bunged these extra screens in, painted it as a new feature, and I, I I don't doubt that they've added elements to the mechanic that was already in the game, but it just it seems it seems very handholdy and very much directed at new players, um, who aren't aware of of the mechanic maybe that's that's already in the game. I think for me personally. Uh, I'll probably repeat some of the points you guys have said. I think obviously it was already in the game, but I think Football Manager are looking to bring it sort of more in the forefront. Um, for me, I don't think it's necessarily easier to sort of manage, but I think it's easier to see visually what you need to do. It's easy to see where you need to work on and so on as well. Um, whether it be, you know, if you're playing the plays in the wrong position, game time, personal stuff as well, that, that obviously is already in the game. I think this feature is a lot easier to see these these things. Um, and I, obviously watching the video, I caught a few of the things. So stuff like nationalities and stuff, some of the social groups are to do with nationalities and stuff. And I know this was a feature in the game. So for example, if you sign like a Greek player, it's known that if you say sign another Greek player, sometimes the relationship and morale and sometimes can get a little bit better. But to be honest, I don't think any anybody does that too much. And I think that may well become something that comes more in the forefront in sort of future games now uh, to do nationalities and social groups and, and so on as well. I mean, 
you've you've basically just said it would be easier because you, you're making you're making a visual representation of something that's already in the game. So like I like the idea of having the the core social groups. I like that. Um, I think that that is something a manager would be aware of. But unless you actually speak to your players, then you're not necessarily going to know um, why a player might be unhappy or, or 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 what you know what element of being at the club he would he's not happy with and what element he is happy with. And so for it to be just putting a screen in front of you for me, that's just making it a bit too easy. Maybe it has gone. Maybe it is a little bit too far, but without, I mean, we're all just speculating here. You might have to do, ask your um, ask, ask your coaches and ask your captains to to fill out the, the gaps that are in your uh, in, on the screens. It might be a case of that. I think the thing is, for me anyway, is is it's always been, there's a lot of things that you need to control with very little information in Football Manager. And granted, we're all pretty, se- well, very seasoned players. Um, and... If it does help new players get into the game a bit more, then it's no bad thing. And even for myself, I don't think it's... I don't see it being a bad thing if it makes the game easier to... Not necessarily easier, just it make makes it a bit simpler to, to figure out how to fix morale issues or how to keep players a little bit happier. Because, like I said before, it could be anything. And, and you sometimes... like I'm, I've been guilty of it. I've not noticed little things in news articles or things, um, you know, on, on, on happiness buttons on players and stuff it can get lost sometimes uh, and if you've got it on a screen that you check once a month or once whenever um, it's just going to make it a bit easier see that you've kind of touched on this I don't, I don't necessarily think that easy is bad is what I'm trying to say I don't think making the game a little bit easier in some instances makes it a bad thing sure I mean you, you touched on this in sort of one of your early points um, about it being morale manager and I think it's it's a fairly well known thought in the FM community that morale is a little over prominent in how well your team does perform uh, to maybe to the extent where it almost undermines tactics and so this does definitely seem to be the direction that SI are pushing if they were you know if they were pushing tactics for example they wouldn't have either enhanced or refabricated this feature to allow that to happen I suppose so I suppose my question really is, you know, do what do people want more of? Do they want more of managing players on like micromanaging, or are they more likely to actually want to play the tactical game? Because ultimately, if you've played the, you know, you imagine you've played the perfect game, and you go and you know you get stuffed because you've you've forced up a team talk, for example. I think we've all had that happen to us. Even even the uh, morale master that is Tobes. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah, it's it, it's happened. But with with the way in which the modern game's changing, and that sounds a little bit counterintuitive because we are talking about how morale has been prominent in Football Manager for at least at least three or four versions of the game now. But with the way the modern game is changing, and and there's big egos in football, there's big agents in football, the the media's more involved in football than it's ever been, and I dare say keeping squad happiness in in the modern game in real life football right now must play a very key part in in what's going on. I mean, 
you know, in, in real life, we have scandals with players going out to nightclubs and, and getting involved in all kinds and it disrupts the squad. And, you know, I mean, look at England whenever they go on an international. I mean, they've just qualified for the World Cup. The media will kill that before they even get there because it's just the way the way it works. And, and managing that squad morale is, is part of it. So I know what you're saying. Would I rather be uh, looking after my players or looking after the tactics and trying to do that? I actually quite enjoy looking after my players to ensure my tactics work. Yeah, touching on something Matt said earlier as well, sort of obviously about the morale stuff probably coming more into the forefront of things rather than tactics. I mean, I know I'm going to be a little bit negative about it and I know for me dynamics is quite a good feature, but for example, someone starting up the game, if someone said to you, oh, do you want to play football manager? You'd think it's all about signing players, managing with tactics and stuff. For someone coming into the game, they don't want to be coming in and messing about with with players' morale and so on, they'd be one probably more one to be messing about with tactics, i.e., training and so on, which obviously is a big feature that everyone has spoken about, even on the pod for the last few weeks. Um, so I think of, I'm not downgrading this feature at all because I do like it, but at the same time, complaints regarding tra- uh, training and so on, I think, has still got to be up there for me. If um. If making it easier to control morale so that the, your actual tactic works properly, more consistently, if if that is the reason for it, then I'm all for it because I think morale and cohesion and all that kind of thing is a part of the game. Whether, whether you like it or not, it's going to be there. And whether you have the, the you know, the these screens where it tells you exactly how to make players a bit happier or, or what their issues might be, if that just means that your tactics work better more consistently and you know more what you're going to get out of the game, then it can only be a good thing. Because I like I've played games where we've dominated it, but there's there seems to be a lack of effort or a lack of confidence or something in in the team. So they're not finishing chances or not closing people down. But the tactical stats all look great. It's like, well, why is my team doing this? If this screen tells me what the issue is, I'm happy. And I have to say, just going back to what what Dave said a second ago about new people coming to the game as a as a, a veteran. I mean. I don't like saying veteran. I'm I'm still a young man, but as as a veteran to the game, I'm loving the fact that we've got an extra layer. Whether the layer may be viewed as hand holding, whether the layer may be viewed as something a bit more in depth. But for those new players to the game, my assumption would be, and it is an assumption at the moment, based on this year's game, they'll still have the ability to go to FM Touch, play something where morale hopefully maybe in the new games not quite as important somewhere that was always good to test tactics now and imagine maybe going forward it's still going to be the same i just i just hope like you know we i think we're all agreed that morale's played a huge part in the last few years i just hope that it, at the end of the day tactic is king um and that good morale within a squad doesn't make a bad uh, tactic successful you know I just hope they haven't gone they haven't pushed the morale um, and the, the importance of morale even further than than it already stands yeah I think that's a, a really good point you raised there Chris is that <clears throat> hopefully it hasn't become too got or gone too far way too far the other way uh, I think that would basically it would mean the end to, to needing to be good at tactics or at least having any form of tactical sensibility at the day when one at the back starts working, I might start crying a little bit into my pillow. Uh, and, and Tobes raises a good point also about the FM touch 
Has it been confirmed that FM Touch is going to be a thing this year? No confirmation that I have seen for definite. Um, uh, but I wouldn't imagine. I wouldn't imagine it would stop. It, it looked like a couple of the screenshots that were flashed up on one of the videos was was off touch. Yeah, I think there is because you know on the screenshots that when they advertise it, they have like three managers to represent the games, and I think one's touch, one's a full game, one's the mobile version. Yeah, cool. I'm pretty sure in my Steam library as well, it, I've got FM18 and possibly FM18 Touch. Obviously, um, waiting to for release. I'm not. Yeah. So. There we go. I would I would assume based on previous yeah confirmed. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. I would assume <laughs> <laughs> based on previous myth busted. I would assume uh, sort of based on previous games that that morale wouldn't have a place in touch and, and possibly therefore dynamics neither. Yeah, we can we can uh, we can hope because I think if that that was more where I was uh, the the path I was going down was that if dynamics is such a prominent feature in the main game. What does that mean for FM Touch potentially? Uh, does it mean that it's got this feature entirely stripped out, or are they going to still have part of it involved, or or what? I presume we'll just have to wait and see. But I know that there are some maybe of a similar age um, to some of the older members of this pod that very much grew up with uh, Championship Manager 0102 and don't necessarily like the in-depth stuff. They like just to be able to. I'm not saying click and win. But they much prefer the the sort of the more authentic, I suppose, feeling of or, of playing football manager or championship manager, and and don't have the time to play the the full fat version, and so get a lot of joy out of the the slightly shorter version where they don't have to concern themselves with uh, press conferences, etc. So I'd be just slightly worried how that would be impacting them anyway. Uh, if anyone else has anything more, we can. Uh, well, if anyone doesn't have anything more, then we can uh, move on to uh, what would probably be uh, classed as people's favourite part of this show. Uh, the end. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, there may be no cheerleaders in skimpy skirts or local oddballs trying to hit the crossbar with an oversized inflatable, but we do have Curtis Quiz. <laughs> well, welcome and welcome back, Dan. Uh, Hello, we've missed you. We've missed you the last few weeks. I've not missed doing these quizzes. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> He's been a, a shame. You, you are aware that we that, that we do have a rule called the Viking Dan rule. I, I assume I am more than <laughs> okay. Im- immortalized <laughs> on Curtis' quiz. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, just a, a brief rundown of the rules. It is uh, fastest to shout in first uh, gets the first opportunity to answer the question. Uh, if you get the question wrong. Uh, I open the question up to the other players. Um, if you get a question wrong as well, you are subject to that Viking Dan rule, uh, which uh, means you will have minus one point. Um, I think that's it, really. Uh, uh, in, as a result of a tie, there is a tiebreaker question. But um, this week's quiz focuses on FM content. Now, I assume a lot of our listeners uh, will be familiar with a lot of this content. Um and I hope that you chaps are possibly familiar with some of this content as well. Otherwise, it could be embarrassing. So Whitewash. <laughs> we will start, uh, as always, with question number one. Loki Doki uh, started FM17 with a bang with his incredibly well-received... Dan? Dan? Uh, the journeyman? Is minus one for Knew Dan. it. 
he started FM17 with a bang with his incredibly well-received Journeyman series. What was the name of the young striker? Dave T- Dan. Oh, I think that was Dave. Harry Owen. Dan, you can't uh, you can't <laughs> buzz back in. You, you're eliminated from the question once you get it wrong. <laughs> Minus two, Dan, yeah. <laughs> Is that Viking Dan rule number two? <laughs> So, uh, Dave, that is correct. It is Harry Owen. Number two. Shenanigans. Uh, Dan, you're back in the room, mate. You're back in the room. Okay. Question number two. Which animal did Dr. Benji dress as? That was Teach. A fox. A fox is correct. Boom. Uh, Question number three. Which former Chancellor of the Exchequer is the namesake... Gordon Brown. Minus one. No. That is the first time I've ever been Viking Dan. Damn. (laughs) Is the namesake (laughs) of one of the regular hosts of our FM podcast brethren, the Deep Lying Podcast. Dave. Dave. George Osborne. George Osborne is correct. (laughs) Teach, you've been on the the Deep Lying Pod, haven't you? (laughs) I have, yes. I have. Cool. How was Gordon Brown? Was he all right? Yeah. I couldn't hear him over the latte. Over the... <laughs> Question number four. Uh, Cleon has been one of the pillars of the FM content community scene for many years and has produced an incredible amount of content around the game. Can you give me the name Teach. of his Done. current... That was Teach. T and Busquets. T and Busquets is correct. You're back in the room, Teach. Love it. Question number five. Now, we talked about this blogger last week. Teach. FM Grasshopper. Teach. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. How dare you? Would you like to hazard a guess? You? Yes, I would like to hazard a guess. Fibra is incorrect. Oh, God. <clears throat> so, FM Grasper, can you tell me the name of his fictional manager oh. who implemented the Fibra philosophy on his blog series? Teach, I think you, you probably know this. I do, I do. It's annoying. It's a shame. Nerd? Nerd. Is it Angelo Bastardo? Have I got the that wrong? is close enough. I'm going to give you that. It's it's Angel Bastardo. Oh, but I that is it was good enough. There. Thank that you. That is good enough. Well done. <clears throat> right. This is interesting. Uh, question number six. What is the name of Lelujo's annual journeyman Nerd. series? Nerd. Non League to Legend. Is correct. Question number seven. What is Jack Peachman known as within nerd. the FM community? That is nerd. Work the space. Work the space. He's on fire now. We've got the face cams uh, on. He's looking so smug right now. <laughs> <laughs> Question number eight. Can you name the comedian who sold Teach. out every performance? Teach. Jason Manford. Incorrect. Do you know what, Viking Dan, and this rule of yours, you have ruined me tonight. <laughs> hey, man. Ruined. Join me and don't answer questions. Oh. <laughs> I'll start again. Question number eight. Name the comedian who sold out every performance of his show, Football Manager Ruined My Life, at the Edinburgh Festival 
in 2013. I saw this live, not in Edinburgh, but I did see this live. It was very good. This annoys me. I know exactly what it looks like. I can't remember his bloody yeah, name. Yeah, same. Geordie. Oh, that doesn't help me, Chris. I know he's a Geordie. <laughs> <laughs> but we're all passing. Yeah. Okay. It's gone. Uh, it was Tony Jameson. Oh, oh, for Pete's sake. See, I wanted to say t- Tony Jacobson, but I thought, he ain't going to have the same surname as Miles. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was... Oh. <laughs> uh, question number <sighs> nine. Uh, name the author of the 2012 book, Football Manager Teach. Stole My Life, Teach. Oh, it's gone. It's Ian. Dave. I ain't done yet, Dave. Ian Dave. Do you know, I'm going to have to pass it up, but the chap's just done the okay. podcast for Football Manager as well. Ian McIntosh. No. Oh, it. Teach, you can't. He's, that's grating. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> no. You can't pass. That's going to lose points for that. Just, just, just give me another minus. It doesn't matter. The Teach okay. rule. <laughs> that question is now void, but Teach does get a minus. Oh, for goodness sake. Tiebreaker, Ima. Uh, question number 10. One of my favourite FM uh, YouTube content creators, Curti FM. Uh, what was the name of his Who? critically acclaimed YouTube all the shot series? Was that Teach? It was, but it doesn't matter. I don't need the points, do it. It's call the shots. Curti calls the shots if you want to be pedantic. Yeah, Curti calls the shots. I mean, it should have been called Shots Fired, just saying. But I thought that was a great name, Matthew, <laughs> just so Dave, you know. I, I, I championed yeah. that name. Well, um, okay, so that is that is the quiz done. Um, it's, it's been eventful this week. It's been eventful. I answered we four have, right uh, and ended up on a minus. <laughs> we have in, in joint third place uh, with minus one points is uh, the man Viking Dan and Teach. So well done, mate. Well, I can't get positive points now, can I? Viking Dan, I think that I think that cumulatively that puts you on minus three. For That's your best score, Dan. Four different quizzes. <laughs> Uh, in second place this week is Mr. Dave as a party with two points. So well done, Dave. The disgrace. And the this week's winner. Uh, it's been a long time coming, but on three points, Mr. One True Nerd. Congratulations, nerd. I want an inquest. I would have got that Ian Macintosh one right. So did I. Well, I, I mean, there's nothing I could do. There's nothing I could do. It gone so to well done, nerd. To and that's, fair, that's ends the quiz. I did say if it comes back to FM. I've been calling for it. It's happened, and I've won. So, tells you everything you need to know. Grats. You won because of the damn rule. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Great yeah, quiz. Well, I enjoyed that, Curtie. Well done. That was really good. Well done. Great effort, as per usual, Christoph. Yeah. Well Big time. Chris. Yeah. So, uh, moving on to our next feature, then. It has to be the uh, five-star potential Wonder Kid Hall of Fame. Now, this week's nominee is none other than Oscar Ostari. Oscar Alfredo Ostari, born July 3rd, 1986, currently plays his football for Mexican side Club Atlas. His propulsion into the Independiente first team came about in sombre circumstances after goalkeepers Emiliano Molina and Lucas Molina passed away, one in a car accident, the other suffering a heart attack. He made his debut against Newell's Old Boys in 2006 at the age of 19, and the football manager Wonder Kid was born. With a value of just over £1 million, his goalkeeping attributes made him a must-buy for football manager fans. 20 for aerial ability, 19 for command of area, communication and handling, 
and 17 for one-on-ones, reflexes and rushing out. All of those coupled with some seriously good mental attributes meant that Astari would often be found as the number one goalkeeper at many a European club. Much like his football manager career, Astari made the move to Europe in 2007, joining Spanish side Getafe, where he teamed up with his Argentinian compatriot Roberto Abondanzieri. Unfortunately, like many wonder kids, his European adventure didn't go to plan, and after a lengthy layoff with injury, Astari ended his contract with Getafe 12 months early and headed back to Argentina. With his real-world reputation in decline, spells at Almeria, Sunderland and Newell's once again saw his world-class potential attributes decline to a paltry 14 for aerial ability, 11 for command of area, 11 for communication, 12 for handling, 14 for one-on-ones, 15 for reflexes and 16 for rushing out. His real-life potential didn't really pan out, but did he do enough for you to induct him into the five-star potential wonder kid Hall of Fame? Discuss. We'll start off with you, Mr. Kurt Dog. Um, I love... Oscar Astari. I, th- I I had him, um, he was a mainstay throughout my entire FMO9 um, career. And he was just phenomenal. He was absolutely phenomenal. Um, I mean, it's difficult to apportion how much a keeper's worth, I think, uh, in the game. Because obviously, you know, it's, it's easy to see strikers, how many goals they're scoring, assists, blah, blah, blah. Um, with goalkeepers, it's a little bit more different. Obviously, obviously, you can see sort of how many clean sheets they're keeping and stuff like that. But um, it's actually, you know, you have to be paying attention to your goalkeepers to seeing exactly what they're doing and exactly how much they're worth to you. And Oscar Astari was just, he was phenomenal for me in, in FM09. Um, I can't, I don't know how old he was then. I think he might have been 22, 23, something like that. So maybe just beyond that sort of wonder kid. Um, stage, uh, but yeah, I've got I've got very very fond memories um, of of him being the wall at the back of my uh, the back of my Arsenal team in Football Manager two thousand nine. Marvelous, David. Uh, I've never managed him, and I've never heard of him. So, oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> I don't know wow. if I'm showing my age or. I wonder what you'll be voting later uh, then. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Viking Dan, bring us back to some reality, please. <laughs> some sensibility. Um, yeah, I'd used him. I think it was, was it 07 and 08 where he, he kind of really started to come into his own and, and was a fan, fantastic keeper. I certainly used him numerous times for a few different clubs. Um, not on all of them, but whenever I did have him, it was a great keeper. So, similar to what Curtis said, it's, it's tough to judge how important a keeper is to your side. Uh, you only really notice it when you've not got a great keeper there. Um, and it was always great. It's just a shame that his real-life career never kind of panned out the same as his virtual. I was I was quite excited when he signed for Sunderland. Um, but I don't, I don't yeah, know if he yeah. ever actually made an appearance for them. I'm not, I'm not he entirely... played in the FA Cup oh, did I he? Think, a couple of times and then went back to Argentina. Because he was famously not that tall for a goalkeeper, was he? In, in comparison to sort of more, more modern day goalkeepers where you've got Courtois, who's about eight foot tall. He was only around sort of five foot, eleven, six foot, I think. Mm. I think he suited my Arsenal team because I did play with quite a high line. So maybe he was sort of, you know, more of a sweeper keeper for me. It was, he was, yeah. He, yeah, I remember him, his rushing out was always great and he was always really quick off his line to sweep up three balls and stuff. So you could always play with a really high line. Teach, have you any uh, thoughts... Opinions on Mr. Astari? 
Well, first of all, you know, shopkeepers, Bartez, come on. You know, he was awesome. <laughs> I know, a little bit mad as a brush, but he was all right. Um, no, I mean, I think back to when Astari was in the game, <clears throat> I have managed him a couple of times. I don't have any real lasting memories, but, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't have any real lasting memories, but I said, I've said this many and many a time, and, and, and certainly back then on the game, I was always united and we always had great goalkeepers. Um, so I know that I've signed him, and I think I've signed him over the course of a, a couple of three games, but... You know, we're talking about, you know, over the years that the goalkeepers United have had between Schmeichel, Bartes, Van der Sar. Um, goalkeepers were never really a worry. And, a, and again, as we've spoken about on the pod in the past, we're talking at a time when I never really ventured too far into the future. Not not, not hugely. So uh, so I'll be honest. No, I, I, I don't think I've used him that much. Ah, oh, disappointing. Well, I I had some good experiences with Mr. Astari. He uh, he performed. I think I had him in two two teams over, over sort of his. I don't think I ever signed him as a wonder kid. I don't seem to be able to ever get them as a wonder kid. I always sign them after the fact. But he uh, he he always did a good job and always for a bargain. I think I signed him from. I think he joined Chelsea and I signed him on a free from Chelsea or on loan and then subsequently a free. But. He he always was rather special. I think we should move on to the voting anyway. It's um, it's always nice to get a succinct account of him before we go into it. Uh, so we'll start off with Dave to get the negativity out of the way. <clears throat> Great player. Um, <laughs> I think we uh, we all know the answer is a big fat no from me. Okay, that's that's a no on the board then, uh, Mister Dan. I'm still kind of up in the air as, as to how to vote for these things because there's some players that were wonder kids and turned out great in real life. Then you've got players that have just kind of flopped. I don't think this guy's... Well, Oscar, this guy, Oscar Sestari, <laughs> he's, he's hardly a Freddy Adu, but he's not reached his potential that you'd have, you'd have hoped for. Um, I did enjoy him in the game, but I think there's been better wonder kids and maybe keepers that have... have Seen their um, seen their potential met in the game more, so it's going to be a no for me actually. Wow. Okay. Right. Just to clarify the the criteria, <laughs> um, it's 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 open to interpretation as is with oh, anything. Right. But the yes. the criteria is how we feel he's whether he was a football manager wonder kid or not, whether he just sort of justified that label in terms of his virtual. Uh, career in terms of uh, reputation how well he's done in his actual career and whether that uh, is a parallel to his uh, his virtual counterpart and then our own personal experiences now obviously the weighting of those is entirely up to you and if you think that although he may have not done so well in his real life career but then your personal experiences with him in the game far outweigh those then then it can be you know you weight them as as much as you wish like I say, I had, I had some good experiences with him in game. I, I, I do think there's there's better better names for the goalkeeping spot though. In terms of a, you are a, a harsh critic, list. a very harsh critic. I'm hard to please. <laughs> <laughs> right, Christoph. Let's let's see if we well see, see what's going to happen. I, I'm hoping this is going to go a positive way, and this is going to pull up bolt out of the blue. Um, well, yeah, I'm a stickler for the criteria. Was he a wonder kid? Yes. Um, was he superb for me? Yes. Did he um, did he achieve much in real life? 
Probably not. But um, two out of three for me. So that is uh, that is a yes from my side. Marvellous. So to try and even out the scores and add a bit of suspense, as we always like to, or else that little bit of music that we add in is completely and utterly pointless... I'm going to vote yes. Uh, I've had very good success with him. Yes, he was absolutely a football manager, one kid, and I I couldn't give a toss about his his actual real life career. The other two far outweigh that for him. I'm afraid. So, teach. Um, I wait your decision with bated breath. The pressure's on. The pressure's on. Is. I mean, as I said, we always look at these in a, in a sort of analytical view. And was he was he a uh, was he a success in real life? Well, he travelled the world. You know, did he did he come to to be that great player? I, I don't think he did. Um, did I have? Well, let's let's leave that for a second. You know, is he a football manager wonder kid? You know, I think he's, he's probably one of the, the the greatest wonder kid goalkeepers we've ever had on the game. Um, but then it comes down to, did I myself get good use out of him as a wonder kid? And I don't think I did. However, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. I reckon he's in. That's a yes. Yay! And now that that is because a lot of people are going to be like, whoa, whoa, hang on a minute. You know, you let such and such in because you didn't use him. And I think it's 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 solely down to when, when you think back to goalkeeper wonder kids throughout football manager, he's up there with the absolute greatest of them. And in in that book, for me, is very much in this. Is he is almost in the Freddie Adu camp of of football manager wonder kids. Certainly, when it comes to goalkeepers. So, as I say, I've gone against the grain a little bit in the way I normally vote. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to whack him in there. Excellent. Right, round of applause, for Mr. Astari. Well done for joining Freddie Adu and all of the others that are so far joined. That brings us to the end of the Wonder Kid Hall of Fame. Then, with another entrant firmly, securely gaining their place in. Uh, they they get the key on the way in and they, they get the door locked firmly behind them, ready for next week. Anyway, on to some questions. David, I believe you have a question for this week. Yeah, uh, it was a question off Benji C, who I think pops into some of our streams as well. He says, I know, well, the answer might be quite logical, uh, but it says, who was the first team you ever managed on Football Manager? Uh, I'll start with Tobes, but I think I probably know his answer. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Halifax Town. What? Yep. True story. Wasn't Man U? Nope. Halifax Town. Because Why? before I played Championship Manager, I used to play a, a game called Premier Manager. And I used to be Halifax Town and Premier Manager because you could only manage from, it was old League Three, you know, uh, it wasn't even called that back then, whatever it was. And um, they were somewhat familiar, even though my local, obviously United, my local team, they were familiar, uh, but from a, from a uh, management game point of view. So, uh, yeah, take that curveball, Dave. You wasn't as bad than that, was you? No, I wasn't. <laughs> Kurt Dog, who was your first? I know, I, I know the answer to this question already. We've already yeah. discussed this. but We've discussed this before. Um, it was Liverpool. Uh, my, my dad and I used to play a save together where he was United manager and I was Liverpool manager. Um, so yeah, they Liverpool were my first, and and they are quite. You know, I do, I do uh, use Liverpool r- relatively regularly. Um, haven't used them in the last couple of years, but um, th- you know, I imagine possibly FM eighteen. I might Beta save fire confirmed. up a Liverpool save. Mister Viking Dan, what is your favourite? Well, your first ever save on 
Well, similar to Toby, the, the Premier Manager, I think it was, I did a similar thing with, it was Northampton Town, is, is, is ringing a bell. I think it was, like you say, there was only kind of third division teams that you could you could manage. So I think it was Northampton Town in there. As a uh, championship manager slash football manager, it was actually uh, Aston Villa. Because the first time I played it was in my old school where our English teacher would have it on his Mac, his old Mac, and he'd have four or five of, you know, computer game fans and football fans come in on, a, on their lunch. We'd go in and play that. United was already gone. A uh, few other big teams were already gone, so I went with Villa. Wow. That's... <laughs> That's from from people who are United fans. I I'm I'm slightly surprised at some of these these answers, to be honest. But I mean, I knew some of them, but they're still kind of surprising. It doesn't matter how much you love a love a team, really. I mean, my I'm saying that my my first. I would have been United, but he was already already gone. Well, like my <laughs> favorite, uh, similar to teacher, I had like Premier Manager was probably where some of my first sort of. Uh, football management memories came from and I always used to go as Northampton Town just because they were the most local team I could could start at but they were never really that good although I, I mean we're talking about football manager not uh, championship manager I think Blackburn would have been my first team on that it's really quite sort of shady though I can't really remember that that far back I know prominent saves and this would have been on championship manager two I think and it would the first save I had would have been for about five minutes because the computer I was playing it on was absolutely awful this was the first sort of family computer uh, for any of you of a, of a particular age you remember a Pentium 133 uh, with about four meg of RAM something silly like that might have had 16 meg 16 meg of RAM I remember a 286 Matt Long before the Pentium one or three, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so it didn't really have the the power or the hard drive space. For example, we start. I think we started a save, and uh, by the time we'd saved the save, uh, your hard drive is full. You can no longer play the game. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even think I got into the point of managing them. But yeah, that is that. I think that might be it for questions this week. You've been very very light on questions, uh, folks, this week. So. Next week, I want a better effort from everyone, and make sure you get them. You can tweet at Five Star Pod, which is the the uh, Twitter of the pod. You can also tweet at WeStream FM, and we'll pick them all out. It doesn't really matter if you use the hashtag Five Star Pod. It's easier easier for us to find them. Uh, but that's basically uh, how we you know we want a better performance from you. We want to be able to answer your questions, no matter whether they're WeStream related whether they're this particular pod related or whether they're just football manager in general related. So before we go, I just sort of wanted to remind you that you should be joining the WeStream FM Discord server if you haven't already. All of the links will be in the description of this very podcast, um, whether you are listening to it on iTunes or on SoundCloud. And the same for all of the links for all of us will be in the the links of this very pod. If you've enjoyed it, then please leave us a five-star review on iTunes, as it really helps us out. And if you're a SoundCloudite, then do drop us a follow on there. Now, if you didn't have reason enough to follow us over all of the the social channels, 
And that is all of us, as well as the WeStream FM and the Five Star Pod, Twitters and the Discord and everything else. We are giving away a number of Football Manager 2018 codes. And to be within a chance of winning any of them, you need to be following all of us. Uh, We'll be running different competitions all throughout the run-up and after the release of Football Manager 2018. So keep an eye on all of the socials. So you've been told what to do. All of the links will be in the description. Nice and easy. Keep those eyes peeled. So... Starting with Mr. Dave, he was the last to be entered and he's the first to go. Uh, say to Tarsa and where can people find you? Uh, people can find me uh, Dave as a party on YouTube and Dave as a party FM on Twitter and Twitch and goodbye. Marvellous. Daniel, spelt D-A-N-Y-U-L, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> where can people you find see you? see my birth certificate. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, you can find me at Viking Dan on Twitch, and it's Viking Dan TV on both Twitter and YouTube. Marvellous. Tubbs. Need to get my socials in order, really. Uh, it's Twitter underscore, it's teach underscore underscore FM. On YouTube, it's teach FM. And on Twitch, it's teach underscore live. Mixing it up a bit. Nothing but variety. That's lovely. Love it. <laughs> Christoph, where can people find you? Um, on most well-established social networks, uh, I'm Curti FM. Excellent. We we're still not mentioning the the other thing, right? It'll be ready for FM eighteen. <laughs> Is that a promise or a mm, aim? <laughs> no. Is that his LinkedIn it's, insight? It's, it's 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 on my whiteboard of things to do. So <laughs> how long has it been that's there? That's about as much of an objective, you know. That's 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 as solid as it gets. Has but. it been on there so long that you can no longer erase the dry wipe eraser um, pen things words? Uh, <laughs> <Margaret>. <laughs> what? Um, no, it's been on there. It's been on there a couple of weeks. I think that's a lie. You've been saying it for about four. <laughs> you said that. You said you were working on it the first time I was on it four months ago. Damn you, lot for listening. To me. <laughs> um, and you can find me uh, at One True Nerd UK on YouTube and on Twitter, and One True Nerd on Twitch. This has been Five Star Potential, a WeStream FM production, and we will see you all next week. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye, everyone. See you in a bit. That's our folks. <laughs>